Hi, my name is Mike Miller with Freedom to Roam Travel and welcome to Vacation Buzz. Here I give you updates and news in travel as well as reviews and tips to make your next vacation something to brag about. What is up in podcast land? I hope everyone is having a fantastic week. Welcome to episode 15 of Vacation Buzz. Uh, Today we will touch on some of the news from this week and I will profile the Carnival Liberty. So let's jump into some of the news happening right now for this week. Uh, Carnival Princess and Holland America all announced the extension of their operational pause taking us into 2021. Now, um, earlier in the week, Carnival canceled all the sailings through January 31st 2021 and then we'll have a limited number of ships for the restart now this is going to be probably most likely uh, ships out of miami out of port canaveral from what i can tell those are the two main ports Um, i don't see anything out of tampa or charleston or new york or la all of those have been canceled for uh, the foreseeable future now, Holland America and Princess, uh, past couple days, have announced that their pause is going to go through March 31st, 2021, uh, canceling all sailings up until that point. Now, all the cruise lines uh, will not have any cruises longer than seven nights until November 1st, per the CDC guidelines. Um, so those eight-night sailings that Carnival likes the, of the Southern and Eastern Caribbean, um, anything, uh, any of this 14 night or 21 night that in these long itineraries that uh, Holland and Princess do, those aren't going to be, uh, none of those are going to be happening until at least November 1st. So we'll wait and see, you know, how that ends up going. So obviously all of those have been canceled. Um, so this is this is just another step uh, we will go through to get back to cruising and get this restart going. And we'll just need to follow and see what happens. Other cruise lines like Royal Caribbean, MSC, and NCL have not made any announcements as of yet. Um, and as at least as of the recording of this podcast, um, we could have some coming up in the next week or so. Now on to some more fun news. Uh, Rocky Mountaineer announced the Rockies to Red Rock Rail Tour. Um, Now if you're not familiar with Rocky Mountaineer Rail Tours, they operate luxury day trains. uh, I should say they're they're trains that run during the day (laughs) Um, in the Canadian Rockies between Vancouver and Banff as well as Lake Louise and Jasper. Well, starting in August, they will start a new tour here in the United States, beginning in Denver, Colorado. This will be a two-day journey with an overnight stay in Glenwood, Colorado, on your way to Mohab, Utah. Um, So you'd fly into Denver, uh, take the tour, um, and then fly back most likely from Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, Now, they're going to have packages that will uh, include... Hotels in Denver, hotels in Moab, hotels in Salt Lake City. They're going to have all kinds of packages that you're going to be able to add on. Um, so you can really see uh, that area. And these, these trains have these dome cars, um, they've, which gives you this unobstructed view of everything around you. So you're going to see the Rockies, you're going to see canyons, you're going to see all of that. And the best part about it is what they do is they travel during the day. 
so you don't miss anything while you're sleeping so it makes it really nice and it's a great way to go so doing this and you know like i said they also do canadian rockies and it's a it's a fantastic way of seeing um the the, the rockies uh canadian rockies and this will be a great way to see uh the colorado rockies and some of the uh canyons out there now for those of you that are loyal to royal as some will call it you are in for a treat royal caribbean is giving double crown and anchor points on all sailings in 2021 uh, now you do have to book by december 31st 2020 and need to be a gold member so at least one royal caribbean sailing under your belt um, and this goes for those uh also goes for those like myself who travel solo i uh, like to cruise solo uh, we already get double points we're going to get double double uh those in suites get double points so they're going to get double double um this could really move you up in that to the next level uh, depending on where you are in your, uh, in Crown and Anchor. Right now I am platinum. Um, I am planning on sailing on the, um, the, excuse me, the Harmony of the Seas coming up in November. So that will actually give me, uh, that will get me to Emerald, um, I believe. I'll have to take a look at that. But, uh, you know, and remember we have Cyber Week coming up here on, uh, starting at 1124 and running through, I believe, December 1st. Uh, so definitely something we want to take a look at. Since I have not been able to cruise this year, except for the exception of uh, the Carnival Sunrise in January, I thought I would rewind a little bit and talk about the Carnival Liberty, uh, which is one of my favorite short itinerary cruise ships. Um, the Liberty sails three and four night Bahamas itineraries from Port Canaveral, uh, one uh, on the three-night itinerary, it has a leaves on Friday, has a stop in Nassau and a day at sea. The four-night itineraries leave on Monday and return on Friday. This has a stop in Nassau and then either a stop in Princess K or Half Moon K and with a day at sea. I've primarily seen Princess K re recently. Um, sometimes you'll find an itinerary that's Nassau Freeport. But if you can find one, uh, if we can get you on one that has Princess K or Half Moon K, that is definitely the, the, the one you want. Um, when thinking about why I like this ship so much, I really could not come up with something specific. Um, it's comfortable, if that makes any sense. Uh, Port Canaveral is easy, you know, to get in and out of. Um, it's not in the middle of a city. So when you get there, you're just at the cruise port, really. It's, um, there's a few businesses around, but it's not, uh, crazy like Fort Lauderdale or Miami or something like that. And really I've gotten to the point where I know the ship really well. I can get, uh, anywhere and know, um, you know, where everything is. So it makes it really easy. I think I've been on the ship three times now, so. I should know it by now. <laughs> um, also, I really like the Serenity Deck. Uh, the Serenity Deck has two hot tubs that are very, very front of the ship um, that overlook the bow. You've got these, um, it's kind of wide open. Um, you have an area where it's underneath some shade. So as long as the, sh the sun's not on that side of the ship, um, or just as long as it's up in the... Uh, you know, up around noon or something, you're going to find a lot of shade over there and these comfortable chairs with ottomans and all that. And then, of course, you have your 
uh, lounge chairs that are padded. And then you also have your um, claim shells, which are really nice to have. So those are all, you know, big selling points for uh, Serenity Deck. So let's talk about the entertainment on Carnival Liberty. So throughout the day, you're always going to find something going on. Um, it could be trivia uh, in the promenade. It could be bingo in the show lounge or even some pool games going on on Lido deck. Um, or even just sitting around and um, on Serenity and taking a nap can be a good, great way to spend the day. Uh, throughout the night, of course, you have the casino. Uh, you have live music going on in the casino bar. Um, and some live music going on in the atrium. A lot of times in the atrium, they will have, um, right, run around dinner time, they'll have the electric violins, which is really fun to listen to. And they're always really good. So that's something to, to check out. Um, and of course, you have the shows that are in the uh, show lounge. Now, personally, I am not a big fan. I probably mentioned this before of going to the shows. Um, I always go and see the Hasbro game show and a lot of times the Love and Marriage show. Um, but I don't typically go to the, the stage shows. Um, but this time, actually, the last time I was on the Liberty, I went and saw Flick. Uh, now, this is a stage show with uh, Playlist Productions, and it's about a man where his imagination is played out on stage. Full transparency, um, I did have to ask one of the performers um, what this was about. Um, I did this when I saw it on The Breeze. I took some family to go see it, and they, they really enjoyed it. Um, but basically, you know, it's songs being performed, um, and these are from movies like Rocky, Willy Wonka, uh, even Titanic. So it's a variety of uh, music. It's it's really a fantastic show. Um, it is something I would go see multiple times. So definitely go check out Flick if it's, if it's on board the, your ship. If you're on the Liberty, it's probably being shown on there. So check it out. Um, now, one of the reasons I really love this ship is the Serenity deck. Um, it, it, like I said, I mentioned this before. So when we're talking about the outside decks, that's going to be one of the important places to go check out. Um, you're going to have uh, you know, plenty of deck chairs. They're comfortable deck chairs. You've got the um, clamshells. You have the two hot tubs in the front of the ship. And then it covers two decks. So you'll have the upper deck, which is a little bit more sun, and then the, the, the lower deck where you have some areas where there's chairs and ottomans, and you can just go and hang out and, and enjoy the shade. So that's really, uh, really pretty nice. Now, in the aft of the ship, uh, you do have a pool there, uh, and it, is, it does have a, a cover on it, so it's a retractable roof. So if it rains, they'll close that close that roof, or if it's bad weather or cold or something, they'll close that roof, and you know you can enjoy the pool and enjoy the hot tubs and um, just hang out in that area. There is a bar there um, with bar service, you know, chair service for uh, you know for drinks, as well as the pizza palace. So you can go and grab it, grab you a slice, hang out by the pool, and relax. Now, mostly this is for adults only. Um, they they try to cater it just to adults on this ship, but it not always. Uh, you'll see more kids in the in the midship uh, pool rather than this one, but um, you do have a few kids there. Now I mentioned the mid midship uh, pool, which is uh, uh, forward of the for the aft pool um, on the other side of uh, the meals leader restaurant. 
you can actually go there. There is plenty of seating around that area. You can go in the upper deck uh, just above it. There's a lot of seating there. There's also the huge water slide, uh, which is really fast if you do it right. So definitely something you want to check out is at least do that slide a couple times. I will warn you that the pools are salt water, just like on most ships. They are salt water, um, and the slide is no different. So when you go down that slide and you hit that water, uh, make sure your mouth and your eyes are closed because it's going to burn if you do, if you don't. So uh, just a little tip on taking the slides when you're on a cruise ship. Um, now there's plenty of bars on here. Uh, you will never have a problem finding a bar on the ship. Uh, from the pool bars like the Red Frog Rum Bar and Blue Iguana Tequila Bar, which are right there uh, by the main pool. Uh, to the mixology bar or the craft beer, craft drink bar, which is Alchemy. Uh, Alchemy is located on Promenade Deck. Uh, it's usually open. Start, I think it opens around five in the in the evening, and they are more craft drinks. Um, they have a menu about a dozen drinks or so that you can choose from. But if there's something specific you want, they'll make it for you, and they make it all fresh right there. Um, it's not pre-made drinks in bottles and stuff like that. So. Um, it's definitely something to check out. And of course you have the, the bar by the, um, by the aft pool and you have a bar up on Serenity deck. So there, and the, the most probably the most, one of the more popular bars is the atrium bar. Uh, the atrium bar is going to be the place that you stop when you board that ship to get yourself a drink, uh, when you get on board, especially usually what you'll see is the people at that bar are the ones that have the drink package. They hit that bar immediately when they get on board. Um, I, I've done it myself, so definitely something you want to uh, remember when you get on board. Go grab a drink there at the Atrium Bar. Um, so that uh, gives us a look at the Carnival Liberty. Um, if you're interested in sailing the Carnival Liberty, uh, just give me a call. Let me know. Um, I can definitely help you out with that. We can plan your vacation. Um, or if there's other ships you're interested in, we can definitely help you out. Um, so I'm happy to, you know, happy to get that going for you. Well, that will wrap it up for this episode. Next week, I will go back and do another rewind and talk about the Carnival Vista, um, which is the Vista, the first of the Vista class ships and kind of go over what I liked and what I didn't like and, uh, you know, tell you about Carnival Vista. So thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Vacation Buzz. Be sure to check out my Facebook page and Instagram, Freedom to Roam Travel, and my website at freedomtoroamtravel.com. For assistance with your travel needs, I can be reached at mike at freedomtoroamtravel.com or 904-534-4318. And you guys have a great week. All right, so let's jump into the topic of this episode, talking about protecting your home while you're on vacation. So not as many people will travel this year as years past, but there will be a lot of people traveling over the next few weeks uh, for the holidays. So these are some of the things that you can do to protect your home while you're away. Now, of course, you know this can be used whether you're going on vacation or if you're going to... Uh, going on a business trip. Either way, these are great to use. 
So one of the first things I like to do is I make a list. And this list, of course, will consist of things that I want to take with me, things I need or want to buy before I leave, but also things that I need to do prior to leaving. And one of the things that you'll need to do prior to uh, that date will be uh, stopping your mail and newspapers. Um, now, if you're going to be on a con a couple days, it's not as important. But if you're going to be gone a week, um, make sure you contact your U.S. Post Office and stop your mail. Uh, they will actually deliver it to you in a bundle, um, or you may have to go pick it up, depending on your mail service. Um, but they will, uh, you know, put it all together for you, and it doesn't be—it's not sitting in your mailbox. Um, one of the reasons you want to do this is you don't want like personal information sitting in your mailbox uh, for the time that you're gone. Plus, it gives an indication that you're not home. Uh, you can also do this with UPS. They will actually deliver the packages to a local UPS store rather than leaving it at your doorstep. Um, and I, I think that's based on any, you know, on anything that's sent, whether someone else sends it to you or if it's something that you ordered. Uh, another thing that I also recommend doing, I don't get the newspaper, but a lot of people do and they get it on a daily basis, always stop the newspaper. Just give them a call or do it online and have them uh, stop the delivery for a week. And the reason for that is, again, you don't want something piling up on your sidewalk or your driveway and indicating that you're not home. Um, when you get home, you can, um, you know, pick it up you know, pick up the newspapers from other people or whatever, but and catch up online, whatever. But, you know, try to stop that newspaper. You can even have someone uh, pick it up for you. So one of the things that you'll want to do the day of is going to be the trash. You want to make sure you take out that trash. What I always do is I'll empty everything from, you know, the, the bedroom and bathrooms I'll go ahead and dump that in the trash can, and then I'll take that trash out um, right before I leave. And the reason I, the reason I do that is so that when I get home, I don't have that awful smell that you can have from trash has been sitting there. You know, your house is going to be um, very stale when you get home because there hasn't been air, the doors have been closed, the windows have been closed, um, so you don't want to have that smell. What I also do is I spray like send some for breeze or maybe even some Lysol in the garbage can so that it uh, helps prevent uh, that smell from going through. All right, so let's talk about everybody's favorite topic, food. The Regal Princess offers a variety of food options from formal to really casual, just depending on what your taste is and what you're looking for. So for traditional dining, there are three dining rooms, the Allegro, the Symphony, and the Concerto. Um, which one you eat in really depends on if you have early, late, or anytime dining. I had dinner uh, in the dining room a couple of nights, and it was fantastic. I had a steak one night and had a uh, grilled chicken dinner the next night. Wonderful food. Um, the service is incredible as well. One of the other things they do in the dining room is they all, all of course, serve breakfast, uh, and I believe they also serve lunch, but they have their tea time, which I did as well. That was a lot of fun. Um, you go in, you uh, they give you options of teas, and then, of course, some desserts. So something you want to look out for when, you're, uh, when you board the ship and look for 
for those dates and times. So let's talk about the Horizon Bistro in Horizon Court. Now, this is the Lido uh, Deck Buffet uh, located in the back of the ship on Lido Deck. Um, this was a fantastic place. They had great options. They had themes each dinner. Um, so you might have Asian, you might have uh, seafood, different options, and they were all uh, really good. I ate in there a couple of nights for dinner, um, but mostly for breakfast. They have an area where they have pastries, uh, desserts, and all that kind of stuff right there. And, you know, you don't have to kind of filter through all the other food. It's all in its own little section. And then one of the desserts that they have, which is really cool, is milk and cookies. They have a section where you can go and just grab a glass of milk and grab some cookies, and you are set. Uh, a great place to go if you're looking for uh, that snack. And I believe it was available, whether it was a meal excuse me, a mealtime or not. So it was something that was available all the time. Now for breakfast, of course, that's always my favorite meal on a cruise. Um, I go and I grab a big uh, plate at the buffet, and then I head out, head out to the Horizon Terrace, which is just behind the, the Horizon Court. And here you have, like, you have some tables, and you have some comfortable chairs, and you have a view of the wake of the ship. Great place to go. If you're looking to looking for a good place to have some uh, have some dinner, now um, dinner, lunch, or breakfast. Excuse me. So I did enjoy um, lunch there a couple of times. What you know, mostly I went to the Trident Grill, which is kind of the it's a grill. So you can get burgers, hot dogs, um, you know, fries really good fries and the hamburgers were awesome. Now they do offer grilled chicken and I think they might have had fish. Those are a little bit of an upcharge, but not really too bad. And that's located right on Lido Deck, right next to the pool itself. So easy access to it. Now, I did also try the pizza at Prego Pizzeria, which is also located on the main pool area and right, really right next to Trident's. And I thought it was really good. I only had that once, um, um, but I did like it. I did enjoy it. It definitely didn't match what you get at Alfredo's. But, of course, the Alfredo's is a freshly baked in a pizza oven type of uh, experience. So when I talk about Alfredo's, um, that's located uh, at the Piazza. And it serves lunch and dinner. And I had dinner there twice. Uh, I had the first night, I had uh, just kind of a... a uh, Italian dish. I don't remember what it was. Some kind of pasta dish. There was some some type of lasagna, and it was really good. And then the last night on the cruise, I did have uh, the pan pizza. So you get a personal pan pizza, and they have a variety of options to choose from. Um, it's not one of those where you pick the toppings. It's kind of uh, you have a choice of these types of pizzas, and they come with these toppings. Of course, if there's something you can't have or don't want, they'll, they'll happily take that off for you. Um, you can sit at a table or you can sit at the bar and watch them uh, make the pizzas there right in front of you. So that's really pretty nice. Now, the ship does have two different um, upcharge restaurants, and this is going to be Sabatini's and uh, the Crown Grill. Sabatini's being the Italian restaurant and the Crown Grill being the steakhouse. Now, I didn't try these. But from what I understand, they are really, really good. Um, I had a couple of friends that I had met on the cruise that went and had uh, Sabatini's. And they said it was awesome. So something you want to consider doing if you go on board. 
think it runs around 30 to $40 uh, a, a person for that. 